0: What is up guys? My name is O and I'm joined by Cam. Hey, JP. Yo, Wilson, what's up? We are the shepherds of men. Welcome to the movement, a podcast designed for well, men. Those looking to take control of their lives through personal discipline and principles to build a proper foundation for themselves and their families. Be warned, we speak our versions of the truth, often called opinion facts and we may not always agree with us, and that's okay. Keep an open mind. And I think you'll find yourself to be better for it. So that being said, and with the disclaimer out of the way, today we have had a request to talk about the values that we are instilling in our boys, uh, in our children in general. And I'm actually pretty excited to talk about this with you guys. But first, I I just kind of wanted to see um, what you guys have been up to, man. You know, I I know that uh, things are starting to lift. From the, the COVID-19, things are starting to get back to normal.
1: Hallelujah.
2: Uh,
0: thank God, right? Yeah, um, I mean, yeah. I'm
2: up to about 5'11 and ready for some
0: truth. Okay. right. right. Wow. Is, that right. How, is that how tall you are? Mm. You're
2: shorter than that. 5'11. 5'11. Yeah. Uh, you question uh, man? That's a good strong number. It's I mean, no 5'8. no 5'8, but whatever. Five 5'10. Five, yeah. yeah. Jesus. I'm 5'11, and I'm excited about speaking about some truth.
3: I don't feel like anything's changed. Our, our households it hasn't been a lot different through this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I drive a lot during the day, and there's a hell of a lot more traffic out now. Oh, I'm kind of like, man, it
2: was kind of nice. Let's be honest. If anything happens from this, let's open shit up. Stop letting Please. people that own businesses and stuff like that go out of business. Stop letting people that don't want to work like, lean on the government to get oh. money for free and encouraging people to take unemployment that's quotations unemployment I'm, I'm just i'm out on all that shit dude like like real shit i'm out on it like I, I just don't i don't agree with it but if we can learn anything from this let's please make sure that we wash our hands let's not be dirty bastards why don't why don't why don't we why don't we just ODB, practice yeah right? why don't we just practice like normal good hygiene, hygiene. And, and i mean i know that's a new thing to a lot of people especially in new york Um, In areas like that, I'm not trying to call you guys out. I've just been there. I've seen it, Um, so I know how it is up there. I mean, I'm just being honest. Like, let's let's, you know, let's start taking care of that kind of stuff. But you know, I think there's a silver lining to it. I mean, like like we've talked about before. You know, with the with the uh, quarantine kings and things of that nature. Like, dude, like we won. Like yep. I, in that, yep. in that, in that point in time, we won, dude. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's all about perspective. It's all about what you, what you decide to make of the situation that you're in. So, I mean, for me personally, I think it was fucking awesome, dude. I got to spend time at home with yep. my family. Yep. I had extra time that I wasn't like in airports trying to get from place to place and stuff. I got to go to the gym, my gym. the um, home gym, yep. yeah. I'm I'm, shoot, I was, I was, I was all about it. It was good. I'm not, I'm not saying that the situation was necessarily good. But the the results that we're seeing at this point in time are very promising, and I'm pretty happy to see that it's not as severe as we thought it was going to be, but that's that's just my own opinion. But I think that there's a silver lining behind it with the fact that we could all learn how to not be dirty bastards and maybe start to –
3: which is a great value to instill in your kid. Don't be a dirty Absolutely. bastard. But is
1: that yeah. not?
2: Is yeah. that wash not your weird that you have to say Step one. Don't is that be a dirty bastard. But you do teach your kids
3: early on wash your hands. Sure. Yeah. That's oh, weird yeah. though. Don't lick I, yeah. that. And mean, I'm not trying
2: know. to be I'm not trying to be shitty towards New Yorkers, but I've been to New York. I've seen people on the side of the road, like just nasty. Like, like what are you doing? I've seen people sneeze and then go grab a door handle, and it's it's like common courtesy. Like if I sneeze in my hand, I think about it. I'm like ah. I need to do something Either that or i am clean that hand off Or I'll just open With the other fucking hand But it's a, yeah. it's a courtesy thing But I don't know I guess that's Or just use like A sleeve or a part of your shirt like yeah. Generally I'm yeah. not doing that anyway Do so. something Yeah man Finger. Look, I get it dude it, Sorry I think my it's bad But we're way off Tangent You're good You're good <laughs> values dude
0: Wash your fucking hands You know yeah. like, I mean I want to be in healthy You know uh, Be healthy that's yeah, right yeah. like choose to be choose to have great hygiene take care of yourself and be healthy yeah
1: amen well i mean all statistics are made up you know typically right then and there not but only 75 percent of them. Yeah, 75 or 65 or 20? 20? No, i don't know 80%. there's a certain percentage the time <laughs> all the time <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. It's, oh, it's sex the time. i love that right. stuff <laughs> i'm right every but time. they did yeah. say that like ashley was freaking out because she's she's ocd about cleaning clean and hands and all that kind of she's very germophobic. But yeah, it, it's more so. I was like, "Wow, okay, you're taking this a little too extreme," but it's okay, you know, whatever. But um, but they said that like, you know, sixty percent of people, eighty percent of people, hell, I don't know the number. not so, even know what The
0: facts are, dude. They change every day. So stupid, so yeah. It, yeah. And that's the issue. That's the only issue I really have. With the whole thing, but like, I just want to be sick. Like that's my right. thing. Yep. But I can that's go
1: it. out there, and wash my hands, and be
0: okay. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yep. Like, hell, I don't mind to even get it. Let me get it, get it over with, and get done. Here's Let's what see. I think it's we so should so do.
3: Cool. I think we should live life as if we're going to be here for a long time Mm -hmm. and we should raise our kids with that same mentality and if if, if shit happens shit happens you know And I'm gonna end up in heaven, and y'all go go wherever y'all want to go. Yeah. Maybe that's we should develop
2: go. some morals too, like where money's not a uh, uh, a, a, a driving factor in how we're gonna yep. take care of people's health. Oh, uh, I, I'm just going uh, to be honest with you, let's let's remove money from a lot of that stuff. We'll be all right, and politics, but oh, yeah. uh, that's a whole other story. Sorry.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. We we probably talk a whole other podcast oh, on
2: that, soon. dude. I'm and we shall. But values, values, <laughs> values is what we're talking about today. So, yeah, which politicians don't have. But we'll, we'll, go, start with, strong. we'll go with Let's what start you strong, have. Right? <laughs> so
0: we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into values. Which you know, honestly, if if we have kids or or, or one of our ancestors down the line wants to be um, a, a politician, at least we'll be able to have a good, strong foundation of values mm-hmm. that um, our children's children's children can hopefully. Uh, I want my great to point president because he's gonna be. Oh, absolutely! I would love to see someone who who takes Crenshaw. on the shepherds' principles and values uh, get into. Crenshaw. Um, Oh, yeah. yeah. Protein. Dude, that, oh, dude, that that dude. dude, that dude, that dude right there. Sheppard's I love it, dude. He's only got one eye. I'm going to oh, get him a hook.
2: Dude, dude that, oh, that guy's that that, that guy's legit. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. He's like a cool Captain Crunch.
2: Dude, he is. <laughs> he will bust your fucking mouth up. Yeah, there. dude, he's <laughs> legit, though. Like, he for real is legit. That's my dude. Just like the cereal.
0: All right, so value. So, <laughs> so like this is what I want to, you know, I want people to be. You know, we've been asked to talk about this. So I really want. People to be cognizant, Um, and a question came to mind um, through through a good buddy of mine. What kind, you know? I I think every day we ask ourselves, "What kind of man do I want to be?
3: Mm -hmm. You know,
0: who am I going to be today? Right? Who Who am I trying to become?" Um, So the question, the same question, could be asked uh, of what, you know, who am I raising? What kind of man am I raising? For me, it's you know, what kind of woman am I raising as well? Having one of each. Uh, So we're going to go over some principles today, and. I had some principles in mind, but then I started, once I started kind of researching just values in general, all over, um, not just obviously Southern, but I, I did, I went all over the place as far as some different values and things that, that society believes we should be instilling in, 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 our young men and women, uh, which I agreed with a lot of. them. So, but first I kind of want to have a little bit of fun with this uh, and not just kind of take the edge off the seriousness uh, behind values. So I'm a big game of Thrones guy. I love that show. So every single family, Josh, you're shaking your head. I've never,
3: up. no, I've never seen an episode of it. it, it it's no, phenomenal. I,
0: Josh isn't is allowed to watch it. His, his wife said. Yeah, no.
3: I, was, I was about. No, okay. oh, no, I've seen it. Here,
0: let me just justify that. Chicks or something? No, no there's super, some titties in it. No, no there's so, a
2: no, lot was, of titties. We're going to start this off with. Let me. Oh no, the count is five forty-seven. Yeah.
0: So
1: I didn't count, but there is. Notice there's an odd
0: number. I don't know. Did you say five
3: forty-seven? It tells count. you it tells you before 40, you start though. watching oh, and, <laughs> like
1: <laughs> what it's going to be if it's going to be a lot of graphic or if it's going to be nudity if it's gonna Chris be
3: is better. the one that reads those as he skips to the episode. Of this. Yeah, I <laughs> just go to the, go God, to the nude scene, graphic nudity. That's <laughs> the one.
1: <laughs> yes,
2: no, mature really. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, substance, yeah. A substance yeah. and gore. Ah, how about that, huh? Oh, titties. Okay, <laughs> All right.
0: so the, yes, there's some nudity in it, but outside of that, honestly, it's, it's a pretty. It pull, dude. If you, you get attached to these characters, mm-hmm. and George Martin, the books are phenomenal. For one, if you've never read the books, read the books. I think they're better than the show, to be honest. I think that's a lot the case in a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah. it's always, good. always. Um, obviously, focus on your your personal development, but in your downtime, you know, I, I would I would recommend those books. They're actually really good, and they pull at your your emotions too. So it's it's definitely interesting because you find yourself attached to those characters. In Game of Thrones, they have different houses, and their houses have sigils, some kind of animal or or tree, or whatever it is, you know, they have a symbol that resembles and, and represents um, the people of that house, and then they have a little saying, right? So what I've come up with is something that, since since Game Throne came come out, season one, you know, I had something built for for the O'Neill household, so which was a griffin, uh, which represents strength and honor. So I added wisdom to that as well. So in the O'Donnell house, you know, if I were to put a banner of it, it'd have a griffin O'Donnell. And it would say strength, honor, wisdom. So the strength to act, the honor to do things the right way and the wisdom to know how, you know, what would be your guys's house sigil, And what, you know, what would be, uh, if you could put something that represented your household and how you run it in just a, a sentence or two, you know, what would that be?
1: Might be a Labrador with a, tennis ball and <laughs> the tail and so be true. like love peace and <laughs> Man, that's harmony so damn <laughs> true. I'm just kidding <laughs> That's <Wow>. freaking awesome
2: <laughs> no don't don't be kidding that's true There's no a it's lot of <laughs> truth there, would there would be sex sure, it, <laughs> there would be love there would be love is definitely peace fun the, smiling fun, happy
1: happiness oh, yeah. uh, but no i mean and it doesn't loyalty. have to be an animal or
0: mythical creature it could be a cat you know it could be a it uh, ain't a cat
3: castle wall oh I was about to say a cat and like
2: hail
0: to the no no yeah no yeah i mean some people maybe but uh it could be like an old, you know, it could be an old, like an oak tree or something that stand, you know, stand firm, something like whatever it is, you know, like what would be your representation of your name if you could make it into a, a symbol?
3: Well, I mean, I don't know that I've thought, I'd have to, that's not something that I'd like to just throw out there without, you know, really putting some thought into it because right. if that truly is the brand of your family, then it's important. Um, but there's, you know, just words I think about that we teach our kids, which are, you know, leadership and, um, honesty uh, others which really that that is just a servanthood thing you know it's putting others before yourself you know so those those kinds of things you know it, and I know we're talking about value value excuse me but like helping our kids focus on growing themselves but growing themselves not for their own benefit but for the benefit of others right whatever that would wrap around and I don't know what kind of you know image that would be but I think that's where so you know having some adventure in 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 that as well, you know. Like that'd be my wife's part. She'd be like and jump off stuff that's high. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know.
1: Persons would yeah. be a dumbbell or something. So <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. No,
3: no, mine
2: mine would be I, I mean, I don't I don't That's not really wrong know. with that. So I mean. mine would be if I had to pick something, it would probably be like along the lines of an eagle or something of that nature that is very um exploratory kind of animal like I I don't I don't want to I don't know I, I think principles are important I think don't don't take this wrong I think I think you being deep rooted in what your principles are and stuff like that are important but I am a very um exploratory kind of like let's charge forward kind of thing like I don't want to set up shop where I'm at and build walls around where I'm at. I want to move forward. Mm -hmm. I want to continue Mm -hmm. to charge. Um, so for me, there's a certain freeing aspect of that. Um, I've just, just personally from, from my name, I've always been, um, an adventurer. I, I am, I am, I don't know, I'm happier, um, you know, hiking through the grand Canyon than I am sitting in my house. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. and some people are different and, and it's okay. It's okay. You can be, you can be any way that you want to be, as long as you do it right. Uh, in in my opinion, if, if you do it right, you have solid principles and things of that nature. Um, that's, that's what the beauty of, of differences in people. I'm a very adventurous kind of person. Um, I think that my family is similar to that. Um, you know, we've, we have spoke about this before um, in, in my mind, the biggest thing is adventure and experiences and things of that nature rather than gifts, you know, for Christmas or whatever it may be for me and my kids, I would rather go, Hey, look, we're going to, we're going to go hike the grand Canyon. We're going to camp down by the river at the bottom of the grand Canyon. We're going to spend a week and that's what we're going to do. We're going to find out what the natives do there. like that. That's kind of stuff I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to go see, I want to go see things that are, you know different cultures different things of that nature and 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 go explore and i've always been like that and some of it may have been just growing up out west you know there's a lot of open mm-hmm. space out there for me mm-hmm. uh you know so if my house was anything it would be one of those houses that was kind of a and i don't mean conqueror in a bad way like go in and take everybody's shit, right. but a conqueror in a way of Accomplish. i want to move on to the yeah. next level yeah you know kind of thing
3: so
1: well um, I just, just want to have going sex and be happy, happy. yeah peace yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. and love peace and love <laughs> my <laughs> wife and my grandma's dad. no 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 yeah we did get a compliment from JP when he came over to our house. We acted like it was a grandpa's Dude, house you guys
2: really do have a comfortable like house. I'm telling we you do, right now, I can do. go to your house and fall you asleep. You meant that as a compliment?
1: It was a very like, good compliment. That is and a
2: great. Dude,
0: yeah. Oh. Yes,
3: yeah, that's a it's great homey. compliment. Can
2: you send you, out a bowl of Werthers next time?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: gosh, or maybe some of the, the soft pepper. Mix. Hey, my grandpa oh, had good. those <laughs> out like crazy. they were really I used good. Tear up some Werthers. But are some of the orange wedges those? Yeah, The gummies? Oh, the gummies. Yeah. Ever. But you got to be in a glass jar with the glass top, yeah, right, you know, right? Right, right. It's got well, a little rubber rim. We're, we're
1: far too, from though. being grandparents for sure, but uh, I disagree I, with that. <laughs> but carry on with what your story. <laughs> is. We're definitely old souls yeah. and, and young. You barns. guys really are that's old for soul. sure. You guys are um, awesome,
2: though. You guys are people that want like other people want to be around. Yes, yeah, sure. I yeah. appreciate that.
1: We we love people, and I don't know how that's going to emulate into a banner or to some type of sigil, but we do love people. We genuinely. Care for people, and uh, we want the best for you. And literally, I would give you my shirt if I saw you in need. And I was pretty
3: badass shirt too, because kind of
1: it would be cool. <laughs> can, can I have it?
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, for real.
2: That's a that's a really badass shirt.
1: I, I'm not here on this earth to collect stuff for me. Uh, money to me is is just money. Uh, I can I spend it just as easily uh, as I made it. That's and the truth It's, it's <laughs> fine. I'm <laughs> not gonna be I'm not gonna be taking it with me. So what's the point? So my values, though, uh, are very true. I'm very loyal uh, to those who are loyal to me. Uh, I care for everybody that's around me. I want the best for every single person that I come across, genuinely. And uh, I like being genuine, and I like being truthful. Um, you know, I just like being real. And I, I don't think a lot of people like being real. I think that they don't, they can't be themselves because of the the stuff that's out there. They see that they. They are interacting with. They have to be something else that they're really not meant to be, and if you can just dive in deeper into who you are, and figure that out early in life, like I was able to do, and that was unfortunately there were some circumstances that came about to bring that out. But I found out who I was, who I was, and what I found value. my faith, and that's what my yeah. value was the most for sure. Um, for my wife and I, man, dude, we we like having a good time. We like making memories um, and <laughs> a lot of sex. I'm cool with that. Uh, we're a happy, happy marriage uh, since JP's over here Jeez. making six signs. I love it, dude. That's awesome. I'm, Make not a, for I'm not That's embarrassed important. about it. No, it is important. Good I'm for you. I'm very y'all. proud of that. But it, it was, it's hard work. Dude, it wasn't like that all the time. It was a lot of effort, you know? Cardio.
2: Yeah, Cardio, for sure. Major. A strong heart.
1: I, no. I told her for, seriously, though, now this is a real the real deal. Uh, I did literally at one point we didn't get to work out all the time like we are now, mm-hmm. and I was like you're miss you're making me miss my workout. this is my workout. <laughs> So, yeah, so, so th- there's, yeah. yeah, there's
2: part of that, that I look at and go, I don't know. I think, I think Ashley's the aggressor there. <laughs> like, I'm telling think- <laughs> you,
1: dude. I'm tell- hey,
2: about, look, Chris, even, look, man. as I'm much as I you. would love to give you all the credit there.
1: No, it's definitely not all me, but I'm definitely <laughs> like, like I'm a horny sucker wow. so I'm values. just, values. just values. Okay, Hey, I want to uh, say something
3: that has nothing to do with Chris having sex.
1: Okay. Let's
3: change that. Yeah. Cause Lord, but I'm
1: not embarrassed to talk about
3: it. I know you're not. I know you're not. That's why I want to change the subject. Um, now, as I got done talking a second ago, and I was listening to JP, I was listening to Chris intently, and then I was I was kind of thinking, if, if you can't see right now, JP and I both are wearing uh, t shirts that say "Free Man," and those are actually from Sean Whalen's company, Lions Not Sheep, which yes. we're big fans of. Um, and then behind JP is an American flag. Which, in my opinion, is the greatest flag in the world, yeah. and so I'm thinking about <clears throat> what you know what what would be our true values, and and honestly, I could say that like our our flag for our family, or our banner for our family would be that flag right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I value so greatly and intently are are what that represents. You know, it, it represents that whole we will not be held down by anybody else. We we will be free men. We will be free people. It, it it's you know the the faith that we have in uh our creator and 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 our eternity and not letting ourselves be restricted by anything that's worldly um i don't know like just as you guys were talking i was thinking more and more about that and that is just a huge thing to me of of valuing as you're talking about the ad- adventure and and different things like that and it's just there's something that is represented, and if it, it, I know we, get, we have listeners all over the world, so don't take this the wrong way. All the, yes, I do believe America is the greatest country on earth, and yes, I do believe there is such thing as American exceptionalism, uh, and I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, and I do believe that there's a lot of people that wish that we're here and they could participate in it, and they fight here to get here every day. Mm. Um, do I believe that there are some things wrong with America? 100%. 100%. But what other country has
2: figured out how to take the melting pot and make it work there's right, no yeah, other there's melting. No let's no let's, let's be let's be honest, honest. let's yeah, be I mean, honest it's, mm-hmm. look
0: it's okay it, it's wherever you are it's okay to be a patriot of your own country absolutely oh, absolutely, don't absolutely. Say should I mean, be. we expect, should if, be. If, if, look if you're in if you're in the UK we expect you to think the UK is the best country. 100% like, that's, that's your home right? why wouldn't you, you, you guys yeah great soccer yeah <laughs> and a great yeah. accent too. and and the accent yeah but there's
3: just I just wanted to throw that in there because there's there is a it's the freedom piece it's that part of just Truly, and I want my boys more than anything. I want my boys to understand that they are free because that's how yeah. they were created.
2: Well, and, it, and and I know we're making light of that, but I think that's I think it's awesome. And and oh, uh, just credit to you to start this episode out like that. I right. mean, that was that was great because it really pulls out the essence of every person that's sitting at this Absolutely. table right yeah. now. Yep. And so I, mean, I think that was awesome. That you, yeah, that, man, you, you guys can that? really tell what it the like the values you have for in sure your, in your own
0: families or what you think. Like, I think it's important for us to talk about what we stand for. Right. Absolutely. As the heads of our family, because uh, everybody here, we're, we are the examples, yep. you know, ultimately for, for our wives and for our children. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, everything that I'm going to go over is you have to instill, you have to show. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you teach values to your kids, you don't sit them down at a desk and, and, and break the chalk out. Right. And start clapping this board with some chalk. This is something that you, these are, these are going to be, uh, I, I just called them the seven pillars of a great man. I'm not going to label them. I say pillars because they're, they're all equal. So your pillars are going to be in a circle, right? They're not lists one to seven. They're all equally as important as the next. Um, and I don't want us to kind of break these down. So I'm going to list them and then we'll break them down individually. Cause I want to hear what you guys think about each one. And then of course, if there's anything to add, uh, we can. You know, that doesn't have to be limited to seven. So these are the biggest ones that stood out to me, um, just when researching, you know, what values that I instill and and thinking of like <laughs> working from home, you got a lot of time to spend with your kids. You know, that's it, it's a huge silver lining and and, and a and a kind of low key blessing that, you know, I was been able to spend time with my son and my daughter and, and kind of be able to raise them on my own and not let someone else do it. You know, either whether it be either it be the school and uh or the daycare or whatever. It's it's been super, super nice. Um, so just starting at the top or starting in a circle, whatever, um, I, I want to talk about sportsmanship. I want to talk about uh, accountability or what I like to call extreme ownership. Uh, I want to talk about work ethic. Mm. I want to talk about um, emotions. I want to talk about respect, honesty, and staying true to oneself.
3: Mm.
0: So let's let's start at the um, top of my page here, sportsmanship. So what I have down is, you know, ensuring that your your kids are humble in victory and graceful in defeat. You know, encouraging them to perform their best and motivate others to do the same.
3: Hmm.
0: Playing, when it comes to, you know, when I say sportsmanship, you know, I mean, this is, this is, obviously I'm a gamer, right? I played sports growing up, but at the same time, I'm a gamer. And my daughter loves playing games too. And my son's kinda of getting to it. He'll he'll hold a controller and, and pretend. Uh but I think the biggest thing is there, you know, I play competitively. It's my favorite thing, it's my fire. When I lose, I'm not throwing my controller and cussing. It's just not what it is. And that's that's in the home, right? If I still played men's league hockey, uh I wouldn't be snapping my stick after a game if we lost. Right. Right? It's 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 being graceful in defeat. Mm-hmm. And I'm not gonna sit there and rub a win in the face in someone's face. Yep. And that's even being at a sporting event. Right. If your team wins. You don't talk down to the other team. Right? Mm-hmm. Respect the other team. Right?
3: Yeah, you should, and you show that, like what you said, and that's what you, your kids are going to do. What you do, so um, I know one thing you, you mentioned not only being a good sport, but then also encouraging others to do the same. And one thing that we're really big on, and my wife has done a great job of this, is uh, helping our boys to encourage each other. So, like if Owen's doing something, and then Cash starts doing it. You know, Owen will start saying, "Come on, you can do it," you know, or "Good job," or whatever. And now, cash, cash two. And now he'll tell me, "Good job, daddy," you mm-hmm. know, or "You can do it, dad, or whatever. Awesome. And I'm that's just thinking, so cool. like, how cool is that? that like mm-hmm. he's just, "Come on, man," you know, "Push yourself" or whatever. Uh, and and that's something that if if that's just the norm, then then how how awesome is that going to be on the on the court or on the field or, or or you know, gaming or whatever it turns out to be? It's going to be a mentality of I'm going to give my all. But I also want to encourage people to give their all and let them know they got some more in them. And even if they fail, I'm gonna tell them it's awesome. You know, it's a mentality. Mm-hmm.
2: I I think when when you say sportsmanship, uh, I think of the larger group. Mm-hmm. Um, as as far as I'm concerned, um, your your actions impact the larger group. Um, and, and to me personally, the way that I see that is teamwork. Um, and, and you're, you'll never accomplish anything great in your life without teamwork. Uh, if you believe anything other than that, then you'll spin your wheels for the rest of your life because you'll try to micromanage everything. Um, and it will leave you with frustration and you'll, you'll sit there and cry in your own hands for the rest of your life. If you don't learn how to be interdependent, um, and let me let me explain that. So there's there's dependence. Okay, we've talked about this in previous episodes. You depend on somebody else to do things for you. Generally it's a child or uh, could be a grown man living in his mom's basement. Um also you, a child. You, also right. fat. never grew up. <laughs> so you're dependent and then you're independent, which means you can do your own shit. Uh, but if you're independent and that's it, you're isolated interdependence means you're independent you can do your own thing but you understand how to leverage the relationships with other people which means you don't break your hockey stick you talk to your players you talk to the other guys around you and you go man we lost but I'll tell you what I'll tell you why we lost I know why we lost and I know how we can get better um you know and I, I don't get me wrong I'm all about the fire I mean like I, I <laughs> I've lost wrestling matches where I've legitimately, and I'm putting myself out there, I've legitimately punched myself
3: in the head. Like, that's the dumbest world. Dude. I was about to have the exact same sentence come out of my mouth. That's the dumbest freaking thing in the world. That, I, I, I'm telling you, no, <laughs> and my coach had that conversation. With me. Like, I got up
2: off the mat. I was so pissed, but it's different, man. If you've never been one-on-one with another guy where you're, like, legitimately fighting without throwing punches, um, you know, it, it's it's one of those things where it, it's, it's. I mean, it's if that guy beats you, like, he beats you. He's better than you. Yeah. Like, there, there's yeah. no hiding behind your offensive line. No. You can't say that's... that that your defense didn't do a good job and that's why you couldn't cover the net. Yeah. Like, there, there is no – there. that guy beat you. Like, on the mat, he beat you. Um, and I've been frustrated at that point. But when you can start to take that kind of thing and you start to look at your team and, and the bigger aspect of what you're doing, um, I, I think that's where you really start to learn how to win – on a grand scale. And I think yeah. that's one of those principles and values that you have to have. And and for me, when you say sportsmanship, I think interdependence.
0: Self-discipline. Even.
2: Absolutely. Right? No, absolutely. Because
0: once you're motivated, mm-hmm. you can have mo- all of the motivation in the world, but when that runs out, all yep. you have left is your personal discipline.
2: No, that's exactly right. And you can be independent all day long, but you'll only accomplish so much by yourself. Correct. You can be independent, but once you develop that interdependence, where you can actually mess with other people and still be fully capable of handling your business, that's when you start to do great things
3: well, it's that maturity thing we talked about previously it's It's looking at the bigger picture, not just looking at your own it's not it's not looking at your stat sheet, it's looking at how's the team doing i mean yeah. it's all that stuff you know it's like what can I do to help the team as opposed to what can I do to help get uh, an all star vote or whatever
0: yeah. right.
1: absolutely I mean it's in everything in life. I mean you you're you're always playing on a team whether you look at it wh- however you see life your your family is a team uh you're you're on the sports if you're in sports and you're pleasure uh, you're playing at a high level um you're you're that same person on and off the field uh you are the same individual representing the same per- team no matter what and you want to make sure that you keep that at the forefront of your mind but you know sportsmanship i mean like the one on one I mean, if you get beat, you know, you should have a grin on your face. I know when every time I'm in the gym and I'm and I'm watching these other people kicking my ass, uh, literally, uh, running circles around me, I'm always smiling because I know that that's where I'm going to be, you know. It's your perspective and how you'd like to take it. Um, it's also something else. Like, I do get the same feeling that JP was talking about. You want to hit yourself in the face? Be like, dude, you're better than this. Because I remember when we first started working out again, um, it's been years and then we started working out. It's, it's always me versus me. So with the team though, it's, it's bigger than that. It's not just, you now. it's, you have to, do. you have to be the best that you can be at your position or whatever you're at. I played football. So linebacker, I had to read the plays. I had to know what was happening before it was going to happen. I needed to, I needed to be on my game because if it didn't and I didn't get that tackle, then the other team won, and we lost every person has a vital role to play, and you are in a in that position if you're blessed to be in a team sport dude just take it in because most people don't only play till high school and then then they only thing they talk about is oh in high school and on the high school and don't be that guy yeah. dude every single that. day find something that you can be a part of that's bigger than you. And we were blessed to be a part of Cameron and, and what we were developing and stuff outside. And I, I think that was when I really gelled as a team player, more so than anything in my life. Because team sports to me, I was, if you know my personality, I'm just like, if I'm not having fun, I don't give a crap. At that moment, it was more it was more important because it was I had to take care of my family. I had to take care of people that was just not outside of me. And that's where it's like, okay, I got to be the best that I can be for this team.
0: Absolutely, and, and look, man. People that I always find it funny when when people sit there and brag about what they used to do. It's like, oh, okay, so you used to be a winner.
1: Mm. Mm, that's that's good.
0: Tell me more about how you used to win. Why don't you tell me more about what you're doing now? Oh,
1: so, oh. let that yeah, sink in. Other, a y'all, bit, y'all know I challenge please. you on the other uh, side of that thing, too, but,
3: though. And you mentioned it a little bit. Oh, is the from the sportsmanship side is. I am, and I played sports coming up, and I love it. I love the competitive thing. I love all yeah. of that stuff. Like, I'm like, if if we ain't keeping score, we should start just so we know who's winning, mm-hmm. uh, whatever we're doing. Yeah. And but, it, and I want to beat your face in while we're playing, hundred to zero, hundred Hundred to zero. But when we're done, I got no problem with you. No, you know, I'm. I will talk trash to you before the game. I'll talk trash to you during the game. Not not like to a crazy stupid level, but like I, I there's a there's a the victory is important during the during the play. I want the best of you. I'm going well, to beat you physically. I'm going to beat you mentally. But then when we're done, yeah. Especially, listen. And here's the heart It's easy to do when you won. It's easy to be a, a quote unquote good sport when you won. You can go, you know, high five the other team. Basketball was my sport. And I always say that joke about it. It's funny that I'm five eight and white, but that was my sport. I was I that was I played all a lot, but that was the one that I focused on the most. But and we and we were pretty good. But when we won, it was easy to be. In a good mood afterwards and give a high five to the other team. When you lost, it was not easy to do, but it was more important, in my opinion. I was going to say just as important, but more important because you need to go over there and you just say, "Look, kick my butt." Yeah, you know, you. ain't gonna happen again. But you, you be did. Learning in that yeah. sense. Of it.
2: Well, I, I wanted. I always wanted the best of the people that I was around. Exactly. Like even if I if I was competing with them, like what? if I was competing with you guys, I wanted the best, I, and I would talk shit just to get the best out of you because if if I beat you I didn't want to beat you and give you any excuses mm-hmm. for why I won yeah. uh and and that's dude that's real shit like that that's the kind of stuff that I I could not stand but at the same time on the flip side of that I was always more of a team player in the aspect of I would legitimately let myself down before I'd let my team go I've always been of that mindset yeah I've always been of the mindset that I would die before my team would fail because of me.
3: Don't yeah. right. mm-hmm. yeah. be the weak
0: link. Listen to what I said earlier, too. Encourage encourage your kids to perform their best and motivate others to do the same. Yep. Mm-hmm. Look, man, that doesn't have to just be your team. Yep. You can motivate the other team. Look, Listen to what Josh just said. He used to talk smack to the other team. That's a good. That's a damn good way to motivate the other mm-hmm. team real quick and make sure that they're playing at their best. Because, right. look, man, no one wants to play the the low-level kids because it doesn't help stretch you to become better.
1: Right.
3: Here's what I want to instill in my kids. And I I don't know that I did this in, in like high school and I was playing sports, but I, I when I got into the business world and started um moving into more of a leadership role in, in that arena, I had opportunities. I had a little more of a platform. I had people that kinda looked at me like, you know, what you say might be important or, you know, I want to hear what you think or whatever like that. And I and I started realizing once you've created that um voice, so to speak, it's very Powerful in a good way, like in a way where you can really help people. So if you see somebody failing or if you see somebody winning, you can take a quick second and say something, you know, a quick little, hey, dude, I see what you're doing. Keep doing it, you know, or hey, bro, don't even worry about that. It's temporary. It goes Mm -hmm. a long ways. If you've, if you've earned, you know, some, some respect or whatever, even if you haven't, honestly, even if you haven't, it's, it's a a huge deal. It's a great way to start, and 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 I think that it, you know, going back to sportsmanship, dude. Well, I play people in basketball, or whatever, and we kick their butt. But if and I think back now, like there's times where I saw somebody that really did some cool stuff. You know, like like this dude's got some talent. After the game, like even if you beat them or if they beat you, it doesn't really matter. But like, I saw what you did. Like, you you got some you got some shit going on there, dude. Like, you need to develop that.
2: So, some of the best compliments I ever got when I wrestled were were by some of the best athletes that i ever went up against um you know i went up against some guys that that started wrestling in like third grade i started in sophomore year of my high school career and i was like you know got my ass whooped like you know second period you know pins me and stuff like that and i know i'm stronger than this guy and stuff like that you know when i get up i'm like pissed like just you know ready to rip my own damn head off like what the hell are you doing you know kind of thing but to punch those guys, in those guys those guys what what's cool is the preparation is there those mm-hmm. guys have been preparing since their third second third grade in, in school but those guys are the first ones to walk up mm-hmm. and shake your hand and go dude look shake it off like you started last year i've been wrestling since i was in second grade like dude mm-hmm.
3: like like seriously like that's keep true it up. sportsmanship the yeah, yeah that's yeah,
2: cool that's yeah. being,
0: that's being humble and victory
2: but yeah. those were the guys i heard it from
3: yep of course you know, it like was. keep
2: it up dude like you're doing a great job now understanding your audience some people need to hear quit sandbagging bitch yep yep like yep. dude i i can tell you're sandbagging and i used to have to do that in football like Get off your fat ass and block. <laughs> yeah. Like, how about I'm trying that? to
3: get yeah, some we'll stats see. up in here. <laughs>
2: yeah, how about that?
0: I'm trying to get some yardage here, bro. You know, but no, but real, real, well, real well, sh- how Well, how, how do we instill this? So this is what we're, well, I want to break these down, right? So we'll talk yeah, about still. it. And then I want to talk about how we can instill that in our kids. So okay. the how-to, right? I think, personally, I think that playing with them is the best way to instill that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right, we always talk about that kids, mm-hmm. our, our children will follow our actions more so than our advice. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We can sit there and tell them about values all day, they don't give a damn. Yeah, no, but yep. if you show them, that they'll absorb that. Oh yeah,
1: know, just absolutely. from being around
0: you. It's the same thing. You know, surround yourself with people that are on the same mission. Sure, yep.
2: right. Same thing. Your kids. Yeah, you're their mission. Yep. And You know, they're they're attached to you. Let them lose. Knock yeah. them down. Pick them back up. Yep. Show yeah. them what it's Telements what okay. it's like to pick yeah. them back up. Stuff oh, like absolutely. that. I'm I'm still to this day I have a hard time letting my kids win. I, I'm going to be honest I don't, with you guys. I, I, don't I have, have a very very hard time just letting the, my kids. It's a, there's there's an age thing I, I like as they
3: get yeah. a little older uh, you start well man. but I, I have I have kids older than you. Yours. No, no, yeah, I know. So I know. as they as they get old when when I, and most people would probably do this backwards. In my opinion it's backwards. When they're younger you let them win. No, no, no. No. When when they're younger they never win. Are you serious? No, do, you, no. do you really? Do I really want my four-year-old to think that he's got something on me? No. Hell no. No, no, no! Now, as as they start getting mature, they've learned some lessons, they're growing, and you know, physically and mentally maturing. Then I might let them get a victory, so they start realizing I'm getting there. Yep. I'm getting there. Absolutely. Well, well
0: the thing is, is, you want to teach them work ethic, right? right so we right, want to make sure right, that you right. you,
3: don't, you want to know how to beat daddy,
2: right? Keep right, keep working. The, the, right. the victory working. for me is let's go again. Yep. yep. Let's go again. Oh, oh come again. on! You want to go again? You want to go again. You so there's a,
1: there's a game that Finn and I like to play. He likes to play more than I do, but it's a match like a you flip the oh, you yeah. flip the cards. Oh, yeah. Owen loves that stuff, oh, yeah. I, I own him every single time, obviously, because I remember. But now because I would beat him so hard, and I'd, I'd let him have a couple, I would want to make sure that he did, and I would point him in the right direction and stuff. But not, because that way I didn't get all the cards. No, I'm you saying I mean? no
3: because Owen beats me like crazy in that game. Oh, does he really? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. wow.
1: Okay. Well, Finn now is developed. Rain man. He's developed now. He can actually be toe to toe with me. So I'm like, see now, and I told him I was like, see now, you're learning. But I did. If I would have been easy with him from the very get go, though, wouldn't he kept, would never he have developed it, yeah. and it, and he wouldn't tried, and he wouldn't be yeah. conscious of saying, okay, I remember where that card yeah. was at that card. He's more. He's you're, more on purpose you're now. You're making the pull.
3: You're making the pull for the. Yes, w. Yeah. correct. Yep. Otherwise, you just make him weak. So <gasps>
2: what are you guys seriously talking about entitlement on this podcast? Yes. <laughs> what sorry, Absolutely. sorry, oh I know yeah. you got I know you gotta I,
3: I was like gotta, we're oh. on number one. Sorry. 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 Yeah. So I don't sorry. wanna I
2: don't wanna <laughs> spend you know an hour
0: on each one. So so we, we talked about sportsmanship. Let's go to the next um one. you know, being humble in victory, graceful in defeat, playing with them is the best way to instill it. Yep. Show them your sportsmanship, instill that in them. Uh, I want to I want to move into you know working hard because we talked about working for that W or mm-hmm. e- earning the win not just giving it to them them to give their best in everything they do have them learn the importance in in, in working hard will help them be high achievers in not only their academics but later in life in their careers teach them to be relentless talk about that Tim Grover check that book mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, look, if your kid's not a clean like, there's only a certain percentage of human beings that are created on on this earth that have the drive to be a cleaner. Yep, it's okay to be a closer, so, and that's the truth, man. They're, they're only what two two percent of people on earth are, are yeah. cleaners. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At least be a closer. So encourage them to work hard without worrying about success or failure, and help them learn to focus on the effort, not the outcome.
3: Mm-hmm. Which JP's talked about a lot, and we've all have, but he's exactly. hit on a lot. Like is, is applauding the effort not applauding the result yep yep yeah. it's all deal. about the behavior you Huge deal. to be
0: used to, to performing a, a certain behavior and
3: and let's call it what it is your little kids like they they want you to applaud them like oh, they yeah, they, yeah. they crave it so much you know and that's what is is so messed up is when they when they crave something from a father that's not there whether it be physically or emotionally or mentally what it's it, like he might actually be in the house but he's just not there or he might not be present at all he might not he, he might not even know him but and that's why it's so detrimental is because there's a piece of that young boy that just wants to say, Hey Dada, watch this. Yep. You know? And and whether he screws it up or does it perfectly, it's the it's the effort. It's the you know, you say something. Find something to say that's like, dude, that was awesome. Like, you know, even if you busted your ass, hey, get up, try it again. No big yep. deal.
0: Shake it off.
2: Yep. And Shake let and off. let your you know, I and not to not to, you know, jump on what you said, but I, I think you should, uh, you should really encourage the fact that your kids work their ass off. It's whether they win or lose. And I'm not talking about participation trophies. I, I'm not interested Hell in participation. Damn. I don't think no, no. anybody here is, but I am all about work ethic trophies. If you are six years old and you're working in a eight and under league uh, in whatever you're doing, and you you may not win by the, the theory of winning, but if you work your ass off and you're running these fuckers around like, dude, you you encourage them. But at the same token, if you are a man and you're raising men, you need to go win yourself. Mm-hmm. Just because you're 30 years old doesn't mean you can't win anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, get out there and do something, dude. If it's not your career or, you know, whatever it is, just win at something and let your kids see you work mm-hmm. Let your kids watch you work. I don't care if it's winning in the freaking yard, man. Like once it's all said and done, you can stand on the, on the road out there and look at your, your landscaping that you've worked your ass off with. And you can sit out there and share that with your boy and put your arm around your son and go, man, that was, that was a lot of work, but look what happened. If you want to learn how to start to, to begin to
0: develop that habit of, uh, you know, habit of winning. Go back and listen to the habit of W. It's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Absolutely,
3: I agree with that. Something you were talking about just reminded me of something my dad did, and I'll be honest with you. Since we've been doing this podcast, there's a lot of little things that I've recognized that my dad did that I didn't even recognize before. And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was wise for sure. And and we've got a. You've been to my dad's place. It's mm-hmm. out in the country. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. God's country, as Blake Shelton would say.
1: You still have one light.
3: No, we don't actually. You don't even have. Don't even have the one oh, light. Oh my god. No. It's even more country now than it used to be. Wow! So we've got a a, we've got a huge huge yard. Well, the we got there's a lot of land down there, but just the front yard. When I was younger, when I lived there, it would take me three hours to mow the yard, like on a riding mower, three hours mowing, weeding, whatever. But I took a lot of pride in it because my dad had me doing that from a very young age. And I don't, I don't remember. And I've always wanted to do things right. That's just kind of been my nature. Is like I don't, I like things to be straight and I like you know nice and neat and whatever. Wait, Drives man. my wife insane. Don't do it. Don't do it. Before you carry. Why? Why what? Oh, because my dad's very like. If you go to my dad's place, my when we go skiing, I grew up skiing since I was five years old. We took the boat out of the water. This is gonna blow all y'all's minds. We took the boat out of the water. We get towels and dry the boat down. you know why we did that? For a little while, I was like, why in the hell are we drying the boat off? Because if you don't dry the boat off, there creates a little uh, stain, a little line where the water was. Mm -hmm. And everybody else's boat had a line around it where it was sitting in the water all day and ours never did. And if we had friends that would come with me to go skiing all day, guess who else was drying the boat off when we got Mm -hmm. out? It was one of the, my dad was just always about like, look, we're, we're blessed to have this boat. We're blessed to have this time and we're going to take care of it. Everything's nice and neat. Everything's in its place. And it's not a, with him, it's not even an OCD thing. With me, it's a little OCD. With him, it's not even an OCD thing. It's a appreciative of everything that he's been given and blessed with.
2: So that's a hidden lesson. The reason that I, I wanted to say that it's a hidden lesson, and I, and I understand that my mom used to walk into my bathroom with a glove on across the back of the toilet like down around the bottom where the bolts are that bolted to the ground. Where all the pee goes. Whenever, yeah. Whenever yeah. I would whenever I would clean my bathroom, that's how she would check mm-hmm. it. And And it was the it was the very same mindset. Mm-hmm. You should be very very appreciative you have of a everything toilet. that you have. You have a toilet. Everything is just, you, I don't I don't yeah. give a shit what it is. And hopefully, later on in life, when you have 27 of those bathrooms mm-hmm. and a massive house that you have, you're just as and appreciative never take of it all granted. 27. You never
3: take it for granted. And you remember cleaning the dirt. But some people miss. That's what right. some
2: people... Here, let me rephrase that. That's what some people don't get, the advantage... To um, experience in their lives, mm-hmm. and that's that's why I wanted to stop you right there. And I, I'm sorry, Cam, carry carry on no, with whatever you're saying and stuff. But I I thought that that was very important because if you're a parent right now, it's a great opportunity and still little things like that in your kids. And, lives. and on that
3: note, a, a big piece to, for people to understand is everybody's in different positions in life. So whether you live in a you know a palatial mansion to use that word we were playing with earlier, or you live in a single wide. It doesn't really matter your stuff. Take care of it. Treat it like treat it like it's your stuff, you know? And, like, you're blessed to have it. But to get back to the point I was trying to make, my dad, when I, I would cut the yard, one time my dad just said to me, um, so-and-so drove by here the other day, and he said, man, your yard looks really good. He told me that, and and he was like, it was just me and him in the truck, and it was some other grown man that I knew in the community, that said, came by and said, man, your yard, you know, your yard looks really good. My dad, And then my dad said, and I told him Cameron did that. Dude, do you understand? Like I was probably 12, 13, 14 years old, whatever. And I was just like beaming, mm-hmm. absolutely beaming because I had pride in what I had done. My dad taught me how to do it. And then he took a second. And my whole point I was trying to make is he took a second to say in his way, you did good. You know, and he just said it through somebody else. <laughs> right. But he said it, it's you a know, big deal. That's yeah, a huge, it, was a huge, it was a huge. And do you understand like how meticulous I was about that yard from that point forward? I was already, but from then forward, I was like, "This matters," you know.
1: Now, do you think it would have been as impactful if your dad said that, or did it, if he said it somebody else?
3: I think so, uh, no. I think it helped that he said somebody else, but he did say like, "Good job," whatever, da da da. But the fact that he again, whether it was intentional or unintentional, that he brought that other element into it. Made a big was difference. now like, not only did my dad recognize it, but my dad also told somebody else that Cameron did that. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: Now that guy, did you respect him and liked him? Yeah, like, yeah. It was like like he, was, he was a well-respected... So there's your nugget for everybody else that's out there.
3: Right. You it know, goes back to what I was talking about. You could say one little thing and you could somebody build somebody else. up. Yeah. Yep. Huge. Take the time to say it.
1: I, I've always loved in, encouraging other people and stuff, especially whenever they're doing the work. And because I, I know there's times in my life that they're, I'm doing all this freaking work and you're you you you've, you're just got your blinders on. You don't realize that other people are paying attention to you. And especially if you're not really looking for that. And then all of a sudden you get a, a random, hey, dude, you're doing an awesome job, man. That's a huge thing. And a work ethic is, is the biggest. Like literally most people don't know how to work, like work hard and especially the younger generation. And that is where you take every opportunity, like what JP was talking about, is actually getting out there and and investing in the community or your people that are around you and showing how what you're supposed to do when things like that happen. Like when when the tornadoes came or when whatever, you know, just get out there. Like we went to uh, my wife's sister's house. She had like six trees fall down on that last storm we had. Then we went over there and just started working. And my son probably was paying attention. Maybe not. I don't know. But we're working our butts off. And, and it's good to show that. Any opportunity take it.
0: You should always assume that your kids are watching. you. Yep. Mm-hmm. With, with the actions you make. Especially and, in those
2: times. And if you're doing it with the intent that your kids need to be watching you, you're missing it. Oh, no, yes. Like, you're, you're missing it. If, if, if you're doing it, just, hey, hey, look, I wonder if he's watching. Is he watching? Is he watching? I'm going to pick this log up. I'm going to pick this log up real quick. Is he watching? 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 He's not. He's, he's swimming. Okay, I'm going to set it down. Wait until it wait till he gets out of the
3: pool yeah. so you're you're
0: you te- you're you're setting the the example to work hard for recognition right right
1: and that's not right.
3: no will straight up say bro whether you're here or not I'm gonna do this yeah
2: like I, I have zero desire like so
3: sorry to to
2: O'Neal's point if 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 you will just live your life doing things because you know they're the right things to do regardless of if your child is in front of you or not. It will bless you in the long run because your kids will turn around and they'll understand that everything that you're doing is genuine.
1: So true. Yep.
3: So, yeah, and it goes, if you have the true heart for that, just doing the right thing, it goes, I mean, well, we could get deep into this. It's a, it's a different value anyway. Yeah. We'll yeah. Yeah. back on
0: that in a minute. So we'll, we'll circle. We'll, we'll put a pin in it and we'll come back to it.
1: Ooh, we just put a pin in, a pen in pen. it. There you go. Uh,
0: all the, all the, the work from home memes. Um, let's table this, guys. We'll come back. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> have you all wait before you go on? Have you guys seen uh, all the quotes and stuff from the women that work with their husbands that never worked with their husbands before? Yep. I had <laughs> no like, idea
0: Mike, that I was married to a. Well,
2: let's table this. Let's guy table this guy. <laughs> 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 They're like, oh, so I've been married to this guy for twenty years, and I had no idea that he was one of those. Hey, let's table this for tomorrow, kind of guys. Damn. Dude, That's it's hilarious. funny, man. It's good. It's about find twenty that. of them. That's
0: such a it, that's a funny concept in its own.
2: It experience. really is.
0: Uh, so let's go to uh, extreme ownership or accountability, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think some one of the best personal accountability books still out there that I've read is extreme ownership. Absolutely, absolutely. I if you want to balance that out, read mm-hmm. the next one, dichotomy leadership, mm-hmm. uh, to help balance out that a little bit. So you're not you don't have too much extreme ownership because there's there's definitely not things.
3: too extreme. Yeah, there, there
0: is there is a he says that in like the first chapter of dichotomy, like there is a two extreme ownership. Uh, this book bounces that out. So um, I think the biggest way that you can personally instill that in your kids, and and one way to help instill that in, uh, instill in your kids and in yourself is just be able to admit when you're wrong and face the consequences of your actions. Mm. So we talked about I think the last episode, uh, if you're getting into it, you're you know it's important for your kids to see that um, you screw up. Mm-hmm. Or you know that you that you get in arguments with you, with your significant others, or anyone you know as long as it's not a knockdown drag out kind of thing, but being able to come back and in and in, uh, on the back end and admit that you're wrong and be able to face those consequences, right? Um, you know, be conscious, have them be conscious of their actions, and if things go wrong, to accept the responsibility and take the steps to make it right. You know, blaming others isn't something that we do. You know, I'm so saying like. Something happen. I think I think kids are just naturally kind of like that. well, oh, it's so and so. Like no, 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 no. Yeah. We're talking about you, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. what did you do wrong? You know how yeah. how can we make this right, right? Yeah. You know, teaching them to clean up their own messes. And you know, we talked about the uh, the father and son. The restaurant knocks over his glass. And instead of flipping out, the guy. I think we talked about leg- le- Legends and Legacies. I think yeah. way back. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the father reached down. Like you know, let me show you how to clean this up. You mm-hmm. know, teaching your kids how to clean up their messes, yeah. right? Deal with the consequences, clean it, let's clean up this mess. So that when they are older and they screw up, they know how to handle it. They're not freaking right. out. Anxiety doesn't overwhelm them. You know, they're able to handle their shit.
3: And a, and a good piece of that is doing it immediately. Yep. Like, yeah. Like handling it now. Like the, the whole accountability or extreme ownership is like, like we're going to go ahead and like, we're not waiting until tomorrow to to take responsibility for this. We're not going to see if it passes over. It's It's going to be, we're going to take action on it if it's something we did wrong or whatever then we need to immediately address whoever was involved and we've done that with our kids you know especially like our older one now cuz he's you know we've given him some more rope like we talked about previously we've let him have some more freedoms and and we were testing you know where's the where's the where's the boundary and there's been a couple little things that you know it, like any teenage boy where he found the boundary you know and that was it he kind of hit his head on it and and there were some things that involved neighbors, where nothing too serious or whatever, but it was just enough to where it's like, hey, we're gonna take responsibility for it, you know, and we're gonna reach out. Like, and I'm not gonna reach out and talk to him. You're gonna reach out and talk to him. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we wanna we wanna make him feel bad. Kinda. I mean, yeah, but I mean, I do kind of want to make him feel bad. Like, because if I do it, then he didn't learn anything. Right. But if he reaches out and says, "Hey, my bad. I shouldn't have done that." And we tell and, and we coach him up on it too. Like this is this is why we're doing this and you're gonna say, Look, it was my fault. Nobody else's fault. I take full responsibility for it. Shouldn't have done it. You know, I apologize, won't do it again. Those
1: kinds of things. Well, isn't that gonna make them uncomfortable? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the point. if you're comfortable. Yeah, right. Right. Well, and also having extreme ownership when you screw up and you actually go and admit it or do what you were just saying, go back to the whoever you did that to and, and said sorry. And fessed up to it. I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced that yourself, listeners. Or no, I've never reading. done anything wrong. Yeah, yeah, you've ever done anything wrong. It 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 does something yeah. when you actually go face to face, like you did it behind their back and they didn't know who it was, but then you fessed up for it or whatever the case may be. Scenarios can be multiple. Um, when you go face up to that, and you go, "Hey, man, I, I really am sorry. I really did not mean for this to happen." There's just some release. Mm-hmm. The, oh, yeah. the release that's on your shoulders, because if you didn't, and you knew you did that, and that person still was suffering, and you saw that every single day, it's going to weigh on you. But then when you go and actually fess up and say, "Dude, that was all me," and then it just it just clears it frees you up It frees you up. For yeah. Everything.
3: The other side of it too is is the other people involved um, trust you more, mm-hmm. they have more faith in you. I was listening actually today uh, to Jocko Willink, um, a TED talk he did about that extreme ownership. It's like a little 13-minute talk, and he talks about the whole story of how a mission really got out of hand back in 06, I think it was, and some friendly fire, and he was the the field commander. He was the one in charge, and he was supposed to debrief, you know, his supervisors about, or his, his superior commanders about what happened, and he had all these great things that he could blame other people for, and then ultimately he came down to, he's like, no, it's on me. I'm the leader, you know? And, and he said, you know what happened? You know what happened? My, my commanding officers had more faith in me. They trusted me more, you know, where it, you would think it'd be the other way around. They're going to, you know, this is going to be bad. And then his men trusted him more because they realized like, he's not going to throw me under the bus. Yep. You know? Yeah.
0: Cause he went around the room. Yeah. Yeah. When he was, when he was briefing, the, yep. cause he had the two commanding officers in the room and his men, yep. he's like, so what did we do wrong here? Whose fault is this? And yep. everyone's like, yeah, it's me. Almost like a, I'm Spartacus moment, right? Yep. Everybody's going around there about, oh, it's my fault. I should have done this. He goes, no, it's my fault. And everyone did. It, yeah. And he, he even said that his command, like, he's like, I firmly believe had I not taken extreme ownership of that situation that I would have been like. Yep. You know, or or
2: demoted or whatever. Should have been. Should, yeah. should have been. I yeah. 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 just not just wanted So and just from an from I mean an upper level management position, period. it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's military, corporate, whatever it is, when somebody comes to you and they say, Hey, look, I I, I fucked up. Like I royally just screwed up. They may not use that verbiage, but I screwed up. Um, that, that is probably one of the most, uh, I I, I don't know that that's probably one of the most honest moments that somebody can have with you and you go, you know what? I can work with this guy. I can work with this guy. So hold on before one of the things that comes to mind, whenever you say extreme ownerships, I, 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 and I I may be wrong with this, but I've, I've read several books, but I, I believe it was kingdom man. He said, one of the biggest things that he used to say that was that was just the the end all be all was i got this yep that
0: was mm-hmm. that it is
2: works. that is that is extreme ownership at its best mm-hmm. i have got or i've got this mm-hmm. that and, and i'm telling you right now if you will live with that mindset i got this even if it's not your fault i got this kind of thing everybody that's around you should calm down yep 100% yeah. if you're if you're the man that you claim to be
3: the only thing i want to to go back on that you said is is when somebody says I fucked up it's, and they take responsibility for it. I agree that if if somebody does that and it's genuine and they it's not a pattern, then that is a really good thing. What I have seen is where people just think they can just say that every time they screw up yeah. and it just lets them off the hook mm-hmm. and they never grow and they never learn and they never change. It's, it's one thing, like if you're going to fuck up something, <clears throat> that's fine. Just don't keep fucking it up. You know, like like you should learn at some point. Don't make the same fuck up. Right. Maybe once, maybe twice, whatever.
2: I'm I'm all about my guys making mistakes. Dude, make mistakes. And I tell these guys all the time, if you're not breaking eggs, you're not working. Like, make mistakes. But when you break the same egg multiple times, we have a problem because you're not moving. Right. Like, don't break the same egg. Like once you've broke it, you should learn from that and move on to the next step. If you don't know something and you break an egg, it is what it is. You know that's what happens. You know I got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna fix it. I'll figure it out, and I'm cool with it. That's the best experience that you can but, you can have.
3: But you know? don't let that be a crutch of no, yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. Don't no, just it's okay. It's but it's been your fault for six months. Yeah, so if, like, if,
2: right. if, it, if it's your fault, if it's your fault more than once on the exact same issue, then, then we're we're probably looking for somebody that can right. actually handle the problem. Right.
3: Exactly. right.
0: So. The next one we talked about is, is expressing emotions, mastering your emotions. Mm. You know, I, I think all of us have heard as we grew up, you know, crying's for girls, you know, take it like a man and big boys don't cry. Teach your kids to master their emotions, man. You know, I, I think this is a quote that I, I thought was pretty cool. You know, a man's real strength comes from accepting and mastering his emotions, not holding them in. Mm. You know, I think, it, you know, let your kid be mad for a second, you know, let him, let him own that, right, let him be, let him cry for a minute, Mm -hmm. you know, not throw a fit, listen, when they're upset, let him be upset, and, and recognize those emotions, and talk through it, if you need be, you know what I'm saying, like, what do you, what are you upset about, what's going on, if if Eric, you know, Eric and, and Amelia fight all the time, like, cats and dogs, man, and, He'll smack her, and she's, I've given her permission to smack him back a little bit harder than he does mm-hmm. so that he knows his position in the pack, you know? And, and, and she doesn't really want to do that, and she she holds off a little bit, which I hope she holds off a lot of it, to be honest, from the size difference. But Right. Uh, <laughs> knock his head off. Uh, but she does. She lets him know where he stands, and he'll come crying. I said, man, are you, are you, what's going on? Eye level, right? Get on mm-hmm. to their level. Look him in the eyes. What's going on? She hit me. I said, Did you hit her first? I said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Stop crying. Are you are you are you bleeding? No. Are you are you dying? Is a bone broken? No. You're good. You good? Yeah. We're good. And you know you break it down for them. Yep. You know because it it's easy to play into those emotions, like especially when they're real little, right? You see your kid, you know, come up maybe the last step or something, and they tumble and fall and eat it. And they just maybe the scorpion or something like feet come over the top, like it's either to go, oh my god, and freak. Like kids will often freak out because you're freaking, out. right? Right. You know, We're talking about stay earlier. level, yep. right? Keep that emotional stability, that emotional maturity. Stay level. If they're not freaking out and they're not bawling or whatever, most of the time your kids probably just got scared from what just happened. Mm-hmm. You know, stay level. Like,
2: oh man, you're good.
0: Look, you. that's, that's a like Josh says, that's a good boo-boo man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. You know, play into it, man. But let the master of magic. Let your kid get mad. Let your kid get, you know, look, look. If you're in Walmart, don't let your kid mad, get mad. You know, if you're in a restaurant, man, please, please don't Check let your, your kid get ads. mad. Check your Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's time and places to to help your kids master their emotions. And I promise you, public is not, that's not the place to do it. Um, but it's okay. Let your kids see you get, be mad and upset. And as you talk to, you know, them through their emotions – whatever you know we're working on the heartbreak stage now you know as mia goes through it grows up a little bit you know i'm gonna have to hold off a little bit not to not let her emotions play into my emotions i have to go kill somebody but (laughs) meet them in the garage like you know what we were talking about earlier but you know i think it is you know don't play into your kids emotions stay level recognize them talk them through and i think eventually what'll be cool is when you're having that bad day and you've done that enough times with your kids your kids will mm-hmm. come to you, and talk to you about mm-hmm. your emotions, and yep. help
3: you level them. Out. And it's a controlled thing, It's like you said, mastering your emotions. Like it, it's it's okay for your kids to see you be angry, but let them see you be controlled angry. You right. know, it's okay for your kids to see you sad, but let, let them be controlled. Especially from a man's perspective, in my opinion, like my dad is, isn't really an emotional person, but I I am more so than him, and I get that more from my mom. But I I feel like I control it to the most part. You know, like I don't let it run my day i don't let it run my you know whatever but like there's times when i'm angry but i don't fly off the hinges and tear shit up and you know act act a fool yeah or my own face or whatever you know like i don't i don't do dumb shit like that because then like they can't do you understand how much faith they lose in you when they're like this dude is out of control (laughs) like he can't even control himself like how's he how am i supposed to listen to him and then you know if it's an emotional thing from like like sadness Listen, dude, I'll be the first to tell you I, I am I cry. But man, my wife I, I'm more of a crier than my wife is. That doesn't mean I'm bawling all the time. That just means that if it's something that matters, and there's there's not that many things that make me cry, but there's a handful of things that do every time. Mm-hmm. You know, and it usually has something to do with family or the notebook. Yeah. That <laughs> yes. Kids. Free willy. Free <laughs> um, willy. Yeah. <laughs> Trees being cut. Trees uh, being cut. What? Trees? No. I'm I kind of cry dead of laughter. Um, yeah. um, no, but it's okay. you know, but there's thi- a certain heartless bastard. <laughs> okay, listen. You're gonna I got to save I want, the trees. Here we go. I'll ah. put this out here. All right. Has
2: We still got like four more categories to go. I like, <laughs> just great. rolled
3: up your sleeves. <laughs> this is important. We're this talking is, about trees. Exactly. I did, that. We're talking about freaking <laughs> I did that.
1: on purpose, by the way. We're talking about freaking trees. I
3: listen, I want this is what I want to ask some people that get butt hurt about trees getting cut down. They're the same people that will only eat vegetables. Think about it. For just, I'm okay with planting corn and cutting it down and eating it and replanting it. I'm okay with growing vegetables like tomatoes and cucumbers and all that kind of stuff and then tearing them out of the ground, killing them and eating them because that's, we're not hurting the animals. But I don't want to cut the tree down because we could replant it again. Yeah. Wait no, a minute. Wait no, a minute. No. no that makes too so much sense. Hold on. No, no. Hold on. Wait a minute.
2: The re- <laughs> Do vegetarians' mouths water when they cut the grass? I just want to know. Oh, that's Does a good it, question. That's, that's good the good. real question. Hey, because my mouth waters when they cut the grass. That shit smells good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be honest with you. You all know right, what so, smells better right. is the, the cut grass with the Miller High Life. <laughs> so listen, let's, let's get back on track. So for me personally, I think emotional stability is important. I think you should yes. cry when it hurts and laugh when it's funny. Yep, I man. think that is that is real shit. I think as a human being, I think as a father, one of the things, and, and oh no, you hit the nail on the head girls don't cry. It's it's not girls cry. Guys cry. I mean, yeah. shit, dude, you cry when shit hits you right, man. But as a man, you cry when it's warranted, you know, but you should also laugh and be silly when it's warranted. Stop being so damn serious about everything, man. If you want to dance around in your boxers in the living room because there's a song that comes on and for some odd reason Britney Spears makes your hips move, Fucking you dance, too?
0: dude. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah. Gosh, I didn't no, but again. seriously. No, but real shit. Your kids should see you acting silly too. Yep. Yeah. That's another part of an emotional because that shows that you have some some kind of security about you. Have a good time, man. Have fun. Be silly and stuff like that with your with your kids. I, I mean it. Obviously we talk about the serious shit like crying and, and getting mad about stuff and everything. But dude, be funny too. Be yeah. silly. It's okay. One of the things that I envied, and the reason that I say that is I didn't have a dad growing up, obviously. Uh, but I had a really, really good friend when I moved here, uh, from Colorado. And um and and his dad was just just a cool cat, man. His dad was you could tell he was like, you know, he went to, he went to work, he provided for his family and stuff like that. But when he came home, like he was poking at at my buddy you know and he was joking around and he was being silly and stuff like that dude i envied that so much as a kid because mm. i didn't have it mm. i never had that that was never never something in my life and it was something that i'll, I'll forever remember is just you know seeing him have a good time and be silly and just be a goofball he'd come out there with a crazy hat on or something like that and be like what what are you talking about what's wrong why are you guys laughing what's wrong with you guys <laughs> you know and and that was something that i envied uh big time so you know like I said, cry when it hurts, laugh when it's funny. You know things of that nature. Like it's okay to express your emotions, like you said. Oh, um, just just make sure you have them in check. Like don't yeah. don't don't don't, don't go, overboard. go overboard. You should be emotionally um, stable, but it's okay to express different emotions.
1: Shouldn't be a roller coaster. Yeah, and and funny thing is like goop, being a goofball. You should be. If somebody calls you a goofball, that's a compliment, in my opinion. I mean, you, I, I every day want to make sure that. Finn gets like embarrassed whenever I'm just shaking my booty or something like that. He goes, oh, <laughs> here we go. Or, oh, I'll, or I'll be singing. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, I had, why, to throw, why, had to throw why? that in there. But no, seriously, wow. like, I'll, I'll uh, man, we play so much and it's, it's so much fun to, to do that. But emotionally wise, you know, don't whine and bitch and complain. Don't do that. But man, ha- have fun. Like JP was talking about, enjoy life and, and you know, be you. If you're being you to the 100%, then everything else kind of falls into place. Like, just be you and own it. Own 100% of it. And emotionally, if you're not an emotional person, that's fine. But when you have somebody who's like your significant sneaking over that needs you to talk to them and needs you to, to express some love or so express some kind of feeling, be okay to let that in. Let them into your life, If especially if you commit it. Why are you going to bottle that up? It's just not going to benefit you at all for just being secluse and, and st- staying separate from your wife or your significant other if you're a wife listening in. So, dude, express yourself. Talk to them. Be open. Be as raw as you can be in that moment.
0: Have conversations with your kids. Yes. I think it's a big thing, too. But, Huge. Uh, moving on to the next one, respect. You know, this is more than just yes, sir or ma'am, you know. I think, and we we kind of talked touched on this on uh, before we talked uh, before the episode. Good lord, um, you know I think the golden rule is outdated. I think it's more the platinum rule now, and I think you'll gain more respect from people when and the platinum rule is treating others how they would like to be treated. Uh, you know, I talked about how Josh and I have a similar red button, which is like tell me I can't do it. Right, someone who that didn't motivate and said, dude, you can't do that. That might totally turn them off. Yeah. You know, so you can't treat others how you would like to be treated all the time. The platinum rule applies more nowadays than anything, and you will gain more respect from others by using it. Treat others how they would like to be treated. Um, you know, teach your children to respect others regardless of race, age, gender, social status, <sighs> sexual orientation, whatever it is. Just you know, ha- respect people, right? Um, th- you're gonna go that so much farther in life if you just. Treat people like that. Well, I believe
2: respect okay. is earned, so yes. respect isn't is We're talking earn.
0: basic human, right? Yeah, right.
2: No, we've so no, uh, yeah, yeah, no. So common courtesy um, is is a a form of respect, in my opinion. uh My boys will say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. They will make eye contact. Uh, they will do things of that nature. They'll do things that we've talked about in previous episodes, like stand up when you shake a man's hand. That is a respectful thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if it's the janitor. If the janitor walks into the room and he's like, hey, I gotta sweep the room in here, you could, you know, stand up and say, Hey, how you doing, sir? You know, whatever it may be, it doesn't freaking matter. Um, you know, there's there's certain common courtesies that are important that need to be expressed regardless. But if you want your kids to do it, you damn sure better be doing it yourself. Right. So so let's get that that straight first because that's where respect is earned. Um, and people will respect you based off your actions. They don't respect you based off of what you say. They respect you based off of your actions and what you actually do. Um, so I, I, I think the way that you live is how you develop that kind of respect. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is, it's just like O said, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, whatever your, your race is or your ethnic origin or whatever it may be. Um, there's no difference. Like in, in, in my mind, I don't, I don't really care there's, 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 there's yeah. Common, common courtesy to any human whatsoever. Now, there's another level of respect that we're not even probably going to talk about here. Um, that that's that's a whole other level. We've talked about it in previous podcasts and stuff like that. But I think. Um, if if you feel like you need to have a, a certain level of respect and stuff like that, you need to earn it, especially from your kids. You're going to earn respect from your kids based off of what you do and based off of your actions. But in, in your own mindset, you should give respect and common courtesy no matter what. It doesn't matter. I don't care what level you are or how successful you are or whatever it may be. Um, there's a certain common courtesy that you give to everybody else, but you should you should live your life in a way that you feel like all respect is earned and you're you don't you're not entitled to respect based off of what you are. If you have a glorious beard. Oh, you don't get respect because of that. I
0: mean, um, a little bit. I mean, yeah, a little bit. Well, first impression, yeah. at very least. Yeah.
3: And, and I think part of it, at least for me and for our household, goes back to understanding that you are all created equal. Mm-hmm. So there is obviously a natural, there should be a natural respect there that I I wasn't made any better than you. You weren't made any better than me. We might look different. We might do different things. We might be from different places, but we were created the same. So, um, but, and then past that, it goes back to, um, I totally lost my train of thought. There's another piece of it that I do not remember.
1: Well, we're talking about teaching our kids. You start with them, you know, yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. To them too, because they're going to give that back to you over time. They may not do it right away, um, but that that's an, uh, an another important thing, and then actions wise, and take the time to like what you were talking about with Amelia. She she wants your time, and she wants you to be engaged in those moments. You taking a, a lot of those steps in doing so, she's going to have more respect for you because you actually care about her. If you just go, oh yeah, it's great. I, she won't let you do that. But well, I, the I, fact it, is, I want to bring
0: something up because you know, we live a glass house mentality. I felt like absolute shit the other day because so I was in a meeting um that, that i could not come out of and it wasn't like I, I could just let it play and step away for a minute but she came in she was like dad i lost my tooth and i'll turn around I'm like that's freaking awesome man daddy's in a cold
2: <laughs> oh,
0: and it's that's like horrible. god dang it dude yeah. you know it's like she's been wiggling that thing forever and i got off i was like mia come here and uh i was like dude that's freaking awesome you know I, I, but it, you feel like oh it was the worst feeling yeah. ever like i, I would have rather just be like hey man i i'm I got to leave the call, click, you know, (laughs) celebrate for a moment and go back in. But it's like, oh, I felt like absolute garbage. I mean, I really did.
2: You did better than I did. What do you mean? I was tilling the the fireplace over there and Maverick was walking around the edger stones. And for some odd reason, he thought it was genius to walk right in front of the, the tiller. And I was looking down at what I was tilling. And I just happened to look up and saw him walking and he lost his balance and stepped over and landed. Right in front of the tiller, I bet he was. I, uh, yeah, what I bet I bet gosh. he was. I, and I mean, these these tines That's are just, going just, at it and stuff like that. And I lost it. I like because it scared me more than anything. Yeah, yeah. It it wasn't it, was it, it it wasn't even really angry. It was it was scared. Hmm. Like I thought he was about to have his foot taken off, to the point where I grabbed the tiller and pulled the tiller back, which is not. Not an easy, I mean, it's doable, right. but it's not an easy thing to do, you know. And I grabbed it and pulled it back. We so got it here strong. Yep. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> it has nothing to do with it. Uh, Wilson pulled it back. So, um,
1: what's that supposed to be? <laughs>
2: Seriously. But he, he ran inside. Like, and, and that, that goes to show you how, how that affects your kids because he went inside and, and I, I sat there and finished my tilling and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, once I got done, I, I looked at Wilson. I said, Where'd he go? He said, I think he went inside. You know, there's that, there's that hole. You know, that ends up in your soul there. And he came outside and I said, hey, listen, dude, you you know why daddy yelled at you? And he was like, because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. I said, no, daddy yelled at you because daddy was scared. That's why daddy yelled at you.
0: That's important. Mm-hmm. Those was, conversations yep. on the back end are important. Like we, we understood that what, like technically, yes, I could control that, that factor and be like, you know, fuck this call. No, you no. Know let's go put this thing in a baggie and blah, you know, let's, let's go slap it whatever. She's kind of on the edge where she doesn't believe that anymore. She's like starting to challenge it now. Mm-hmm. Like dad, honestly, dude, very much. Dad, just slip me <laughs> a five. Yeah. 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 Go, yeah, 25 bucks. is That's the market right now. for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hold up. We need to check the stocks on this. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Since no way. <laughs> the <calcium's> not that <laughs> expensive <laughs> Yo, stock market's down. You're crazy. They ain't even <laughs> no root on that thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, having those conversations on the back end and making those amends, right? We mm-hmm. take we take action on it. or We take uh, responsibility on for mm-hmm. actions, consequences. It shows them. It goes
3: back up to the extreme ownership. Exactly. Yes. We own
0: we own our we own everything. We own our emotions. Here. So the respect there, and and we gave them the respect from that. You know, oh, they, absolutely. They, you know, yes, we we may have hurt their feelings, but at the same time, we came back and we,
3: mm-hmm. we got to make amends there.
0: So yeah, we we have a whole episode on respect. Definitely want to cut it there, but. You know, go back and listen to Respect if you have any questions on that and be able to, we, we dive in pretty damn deep on that episode uh, for that value. Um, honesty. So this one's pretty... Don't they're, lie. They're easy, yeah. right? So <laughs> a lie Next. Put, yeah, right? A lie <laughs> may put you in an advantageous position. However, the truth always prevails. You know, but a, reinforce, again, the behavior. Mm-hmm. Appreciate them when they are honest. Reinforce the behavior. Mm-hmm. Easy. I agree. There's, with there's that. no gray yep. area there. It's black and white. Don't lie. Right? Yep. Um, and and the and lastly, this one's pretty big. And we've kind of touched on it individually throughout, but I want to share this quote because it's really fucking cool. A good man, this is staying true. All right. That's this is the final value. A good man does not sacrifice his ethics and always listens to his conscience, no matter what those around him are doing.
3: Mm. It's true. I love that shit, man. Very that good. That is
0: solid. You know, peer pressure doesn't apply to me.
2: Nope.
0: Right? I, I don't know, man. Stay, you know, teaching your kids to stay true to themselves.
1: And, it, and it's, uh, that's a difficult thing to do. I mean, even in, in real life. No, matter no. I mean, peer pressure is real. And everybody wants to fit in. But you got to fit in the right crowd. I mean, you might be looking to go with the cool people, but are they really cool? When you look in retrospect or you look back, what 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 makes them cool? What, is popular, they, what, what is does
2: popularity it? really do?
1: Right. right. It doesn't right. really do you much.
2: I think it all goes back to confidence, though. I think Absolutely. people that lack confidence tend to follow the crowd. They look for those accolades. They look for the affirmation. They look for people to like, just agree with what they're doing. Um, I think if you can instill that confidence in your child, uh, your, your children will tend to stand away from the pack. Um, and, and it's, it's not because of a rebellious reason. It's because of a, um, independence of their thinking. Like they, they, they think independently and they go, so everybody's, everybody's, everybody's just going to jump off. Like everybody gonna jump off the cliff? Like all of them? Like all y'all gonna go? Yeah. Like I, I don't think that's a good idea. Hang gliders though. Yeah. No, like, no, like, gliders like maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't know. I'll just My sit over here, sick. man. I got this new chair. I'll watch all of you die. <laughs> call um, me stupid, or you know, alive. you know, whatever. You and yeah, you call me heartless all you want to. Um, I'm gonna go with smart. That's what I'm gonna go <laughs> right. with. Um, you know, but I, I think there there has to be, and and I say that lightly. Um, but that confidence level that it requires to walk away from the pack, and I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you right now, I feel like I'm a very confident guy, but there's really stupid situations where I run into where it's a, it's a conflict of interest in my own mind. Like we, so we've talked, for example, the, the escalator thing. People are packing onto the yeah. escalator. It's not because they're just lazy. It's just because that's what everybody else is doing. And there's a staircase right the fuck next to it. And people are standing in line to wait to get on this escalator and stuff. And it's just like, wait a minute. It's I have to stairs. think about it. Stop and go, why don't I just take the stairs? Right. You know, it's not that far. And then I hop on the stairs. Then you have 150 people walk behind you. You know, it's one of those things where it's like you, you gotta stay you gotta stay true to what you believe is right. And what you believe is is the right path for you. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the path for everybody. What's true for you doesn't have to be the path for everybody. And sometimes that's where people get fucked up in their mind is like, Should I do this? Everybody else isn't doing it. Well, fuck yeah, you should do it. If that's what you think you should do, that's your mm-hmm. truth, yep. that's your path, then do it, man. That's the whole point of being an individual and that's one of the greatest things about the country we freaking live in Absolutely. is you can do what you believe is best for you there's for so you. much strength in that Absolutely. having that com- that
0: exact conversation or a or, or very close version of it with your kids when mm-hmm. they get to that you know nine ten years old is vital
3: well we we talked to all of them honestly but the only one where you know again teenage years the oldest, where it comes up, where something happens, well, so and so. I don't. As soon as that even starts to come out, oh, yeah. well, so and so, this or this family, this or this kid, this or what. I don't give a shit. Like we will, me and my wife both will shut that down so fast. Like, listen, what anybody else is doing in any other house or any other life or any anything else has nothing to do with you or us. Nothing. zero. zero. Okay. zero. Like it. It doesn't even come into the equation at all. So, like, stop even thinking that. and But that comes back to having that confidence, which comes from instilling that confidence into them when they're young. You know, like, hey, you know, we're Browns. Well, yeah. This is what we do. This is what we believe. You know, it doesn't really matter what everybody else is doing. I don't, if all the other idiots are going to jump off the cliff, I'm going to date their girlfriend when they die. Yep. You know, like, that's, <laughs> that's I'm just true. saying, like, that, like, you got to have some different perspective. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can't see anything with that
1: perspective. <laughs> well, that's what I tell Finn all the time. I was like, who are you? You're Wilson. I mean, is that cool how Wilson you. is that how Wilsons act? And he'll he'll know he knows he he had a, an influence of someone who would break down and cry and, and pitch a tantrum and he tried to do that in our household and I said uh-huh. just because so and so does this doesn't mean you have the right to do that that's not what Wilsons do and then, then then we break down why he's crying in the first place it's like is this reasonable enough to cry like I mean you're you're whining now not not crying. So you gotta really break it down, but being true and, and not breaking their spirit too, because each person it, celebrate their individuality. Like they have their own individual thing and celebrate it. Like, because I see some guys are like super macho, and their and their son is not super macho. Don't harp on them and be like y- you piece of shit because you're not a guy or you call him gay because I've, ha- I've heard people do that and they instill this mindset in their kids and it's like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, he likes art. Well, he could be like Picasso or something and do some shit that's awesome and that's outside of this world and there's some pretty cool things out right there. Just because he likes art and not football doesn't mean that he's a whatever. I mean, whatever the situation is. And I literally, that was a real deal thing. And I'm like, oh, give me a hold of you, dude. Give me two nah, seconds.
3: A, and that, that's a great point. Especially, and I think it's hard Probably more hard for guys yeah. if you're into, you know, like I'm into sports, I'm into this, I'm into that. And you have a kid who's more into music and art and those kinds of things. like Dude, like th- they're significantly more talented than you in other areas, awesome right? And you should that. build your, build your kid up and help him understand that he's a badass in that, you know? Doesn't really matter what the interests are, and if they're not, that's your own insecurities. Yeah, I was
1: just gonna say that. Yeah, or it's you're the, living personal insecurity. It's a personal insecurity, How a does personal that you, man. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're v- living vicariously through them. Yeah. And yeah. you're trying to right exactly to make, like I, I didn't win enough football games them.
3: when I was in high school, so I was hoping you were going to win some, so yeah. I'd feel better about myself. Stop <laughs> yeah. being a bitch yeah. and build your kid up. Yeah, seriously.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's 100%. tough. 100%. It's a tough situation. It really is, like especially if like you're in a motorsport, like me. My son's timid, so I, I'm hoping that he will get into it. Like I did, I enjoyed it. But then, if there's not that common ground, I'm going to find the common ground that he's into and celebrate mm-hmm.
3: that. Yeah, exactly absolutely. right. You adjust yourself. Don't make them adjust to you. Exactly. Yeah. Oh
1: my god. That's
0: yeah. Build your kid up, man. They're the future of your bloodline. Mm. They are your last name. Right. And they're going to
1: run the country eventually.
0: Yeah. I, I, I look, I feel bad for the guy that that marries Amelia because he doesn't realize he's taking my last name.
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nah. Uh, you wouldn't let him marry her if that dude. <laughs> yeah, would I was about to say. Nah. So for one, look, that escalated dumb. quickly. That ain't for, gonna happen. for two, <laughs> that that, yeah. that, that yeah.
2: man would not be allowed. Hey, look, look, that's the challenge. If you don't stop and it, I will. That's right? That's the ultimate fucking test.
3: <laughs> if you ask him and he says yes,
2: you can't yeah. marry him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, I, was, I was gonna walk in there and be like, listen, you are taking my last name when you guys get married. Well, yes, sir, absolutely. Yeah. Get out.
0: Get, the get out. Fuck. No. Get out. Wrong guy. Grow up. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's, that's a good test. That's How a like good that? test. Yeah. That, that, that really kind of is, test. I think. But I'm
0: going to use it. You, you think about the shit in the hospital room when, she, when you're holding her. You're like, I don't know who's going to be good enough for this.
2: I'm going to use it for all my sons. Like, yeah. listen, girl, you're going to take my sons <laughs> <laughs> in. Yes, <sir>. no, <laughs> <wait>. <laughs> yes, I
0: am. Okay, yeah. good. We're
3: okay. Keep... Uh, just make okay. sure we're on the same page. Yeah. That was so much easier than I situation.
2: Yes, sir. Great. So, All right.
0: So cool. This, this is,
2: this is dope, cool. Non-confrontational. I love it. Love <laughs> so it. So, guys, to, to to just to
0: wrap this up, I want to go over this. You know, I want I want our listeners to really think. You know, who 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 is your who are you guys? Who, what is your family? What do you guys represent? What are the values that you bring to the table? What is your sigil, right? And, and if you if you created your own Game of Thrones house, what does that look like, right? What is the what is the realm know, know you for? What is your family brand? You know, we talked about instilling um, the seven pillars of a great man or or woman. You know, this is, this is, it doesn't matter, daughter, son, whatever you want to, or or husband, wife, whoever wants to start instilling these values in their own lives, it starts with you. It starts with you, the husband, starts with you, the wife, or, or, you know, whatever, singular, however you want to look at it. You must act these first. Sportsmanship, extreme ownership, hard work, good work ethic, express, being able to master your uh, emotions, being respectful, being honest and staying true to yourself you must exert you must show these traits in your own self to be able to pass them on to your children and and do not take this in a microwave mentality with your children they will not exert these within the, the first month of you acting them out this will take years you're raising an adult you need to act these out if you haven't been start now i don't care if your kid's 13 start now You know, like we talked about, like we talked about last episode, you're going to go through different stages. When you start exerting these different boundaries and these different, you know, sports everything, when you start changing yourself, your kids will change with you, but don't expect it to happen overnight and don't expect it to happen in a month or maybe even a year. You must keep going. Stay the course, stand your ground. Thank you for listening. This has been the move.